boys, and welcome to the Debrief Podcast. It's your co-host, Anna Van Blairick. I'm here with my best friend and co-host, Grace Mullins. We hope this podcast leaves you encouraged. Now let's jump in and have some fun. What's up, boys? Hey, y'all. It's a, hey, y'all. Whoa. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Who is that? I have a new co-host today. It's Bailey. <laughs> Woo. Bailey. Oh. <laughs> Who's Bailey? No, I was playing. You need no, to explain Anna. Bailey. I know. This is Grace. Hi, this is... You think they are aware of our voices? This is my voice. Yes. This is my been... voice. This is Grace. I'm just kidding. I don't uh, sound like that. Okay. No, when I first met Anna, like, you know, five years ago, I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. We've been friends for like eight months. Um... Who's counting? No, I was like, you really don't look like an Anna. Like, I told her straight up, but then, like, weeks of knowing her, didn't I? Or maybe even days of knowing you. Yeah. I was like, you actually don't look like an Anna. I think she's like, well, what, what do I look like? I was like, a Bailey. A Bailey. So I called you Bailey for like. No, you would call me Bailey when I would like give you the silent treatment. You'd be like, okay, Bailey. Okay, yeah. That's like, yeah, when you're being mean, I would call you Bailey. Like, no, like, stopping. it bothers Grace so much whenever you don't talk. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> nobody likes the silent treatment. My grandma told me that when people give you the silent treatment, it's. A sign of immaturity. Yeah, it is. I'm immature. <laughs> like, yeah, why, why are you surprised? <laughs> no, but yeah, you would call me Bailey when I would like be trying to be funny and give you the silent treatment for like a minute. Yeah, and I don't have an alter ego when I'm mean because I'm never mean. So I'm always Grace. Oh my gosh. As you remember from last episode, God's gift. Um, y'all, our, I don't know about y'all, but our intro gets me so hype. I, I was dabbing. <laughs> we were dying. I'm trying to laugh over the over the song because <laughs> we like, like play it in, like, I don't know, like fade it in. Yeah. Before we start talking. And I was trying not to laugh, but we were really getting it. <laughs> that was good. Most of the time, Grace's eyes are closed and she's just vibing over there. But yeah, anyways, right. guys. It kind of feeling like Usher. Happy Valentine's Day. <gasps> it's Valentine's Day. Happy Love Day. Let's go. Oh, it's far the way you look Stop. at me. Stop. Have you all seen Parent Trap, though? For real. Mm. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah, you're right. The, Parent Trap is the reason why I started dipping Oreos in peanut butter. That's genius. I don't think I've done that. You're looking at me like, do you remember when they did that in Parent Trap? No. Honestly, like Whoa. movies like that from like that era, I don't really, I don't, like I need to rewatch them. The 2000s movies? Yeah. That's the best. I would argue that was the best genre of movies. I think that they Not are Not that awesome. I have any movie history knowledge, literally. I'm to say, you don't like movies. Yeah, I don't have any movie history knowledge, but the 2000s are the best movies. It's but I terrible. think a lot of people say that. Like our friends will be like talking about movies and like characters or like actors. Oh, I have yeah. no idea who anybody is. Because we're so... Of the Bible. We're not of the world, Anna. Of the Bible. We are of the we Bible. Are, I'm in the Bible. Stop. We, our names are in the Bible, so whatever. Okay, anyway, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. We hope that you're having a great week so far. It's Wednesday. That means you've gone through Monday and Tuesday. Actually, did you guys know that Sunday is the start of the week? Yes, Anna. I did not know that. <gasps> what kind of Christian until, like, are you? two months ago. <gasps> what kind of Christian are you? No, I thought that, like, Sunday, like, ended your week. Like, you wrapped your week up. That's actually a word because they would say, like, on the, on the seventh day they rested, which right. was, like, Sunday. But, but no, always, it was really Saturday. Oh. Yeah. Did you know that? It was really Saturday yeah. they used to rest. Like we've kind of like just adopted Sunday as like the Definitely Sabbath. Sunday. But no, I I used to think, it was, I used to get so pressed like in high school if anyone said that Monday was the start of the week. Like I took it as like a literal spiritual attack. <laughs> like great. No. Oh my gosh. No, y'all would have hated me in high school. I would have called you out in high school. If you knew me in high school and you're listening to this podcast, I am so sorry. I'm just <laughs> genuinely so annoyed. <laughs> but anyways, guys, it's Valentine's Day. We hope that you guys have so much fun today. We. 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 Wee <laughs> You know that um commercial of the pig? Wow, that was ADHD. It's fine. <laughs> Where the pig's like, wee, 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 Maybe. hanging out the window. No, I just think of I'm just thinking of right now, like when Ken slides down the slide at the end of Barbie <laughs> and he like, goes, Ken is me. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, anyways, 
Grace and I threw a Super Bowl party at my house. Oh, that's what you're saying. We. Yeah. I was wondering whether we. We. <laughs> we just started going, we, we. I guess you're wondering what it's like when Anna and I are just hanging out alone. That was like a good glimpse. <laughs> we. We. Okay. Yeah. We just threw a Super Bowl party at the apartment, at Anna's apartment. It was fun. It was so fun. Okay. Shout out to all of our camp friends who came. Uh, here's your daily episode reminder to work camp. Work camp. Work camp. Work camp. Centrigate.com. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, our, our friends came in. Like some people drove from Alabama, from Kentucky, from further parts of Tennessee. Like hours. Yeah. Like people drove like a couple like hours. Like two hours, yeah. Oh. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was sweet. So sweet. And we were talking about how last night it was like the first kind of adult gathering we threw like everyone brought food and like yeah you know. i was like everybody just like pick a finger food to like bring and we'll all just bring that and there was like what 11 of us or something and whenever everybody got here with all the food and everything my counters were full of food and everybody was just vibing and i was like there's no parents here like we're not like we didn't come with our parents like we came because like we're the adults now and we just vibed the whole time and <sighs> we did and we watched chiefs one let's go baby chiefs it was won. competitive y'all so a few of the it was probably no, split. No, this was actually so... This was a good, like, crowd. Yeah, the room was, like, split. Like, nobody really was, like, a diehard fan. Like, I feel, I feel like Max was the most, like... Yeah, because Max's Chiefs family's fan. from Kansas City. He's the only one, yeah. Yeah, but, like, he didn't even really... He wasn't, like... No, he's low-key. Chiefs has Chiefs to husband, Max. But anyway, um, the... The room was like low key split on like 49ers or Chiefs. So it was like a good little yeah. little competition. Everybody was getting a little bit of 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 Yes. Me and Peyton, shout out to Peyton, being the tailor. <laughs> it was kind of funny, actually. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Chiefs won in overtime. That was pretty dope. That was actually a good game. But everyone's like saying it's rigged because, like, honestly, it was such a good ending. It does feel like it was rigged a little no, bit. No, it probably was. Um, oh. It was funny. Grace, like, got, like, all oh. anxious whenever the game started to get down to, like, oh, yeah, once she realized that it was close and that it was in overtime, she was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, she kept saying, like, Oh no! Like, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. And you're like standing in the, you're like on your knees, and yeah, like sitting like, in the corner, cr- like yeah. crawling, like creeping closer to the TV. I just yeah. had so many C's, creeping, crawling, like... getting closer. <laughs> That's some alliteration. Anyway, it was fun, and it was a good time with like camp friends, and also just camp friends that like I feel like don't normally like they wouldn't normally hang out, and we just yeah. like brought them all together, and it was fun. As I told you guys, if you listen to our work camp episode, if you haven't, go listen. Literally, right right after this podcast. But we all, like, Centricate has, like, eight different teams that are all traveling at the same time. So it's crazy because, like, I could have worked camp for four years and someone else can love Centricate and have worked camp for four years, but I've never met them because we've never been yeah. on the same travel team. I've had, team. like, totally different experiences. So it was fun because, like, we were all from different, like, realms of Centricate. Wait, like, what? we haven't told them. We got our leadership. Like, I know where I'm going to be this summer, and so is Grace. <gasps> you guys, okay, yes, it was intricate. You don't know, like, we just found out, like, who our leadership, like, the camp director and the assistant director and the financial and all the things. And so you find out where you're going. And yeah. I am going to be on CK1. Ooh, 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 CK1 ooh. for the sun. You already is know. That what it is? No, I'm just kidding. That's um, cute, though. Is, has someone done that before? Probably. Because CK1 <laughs> for the sun, you know, the sun being G's, not the sun. S O N, capital S O N. Anyway, don't forget to capital. I will be in um, Tennessee at Lee University, and then I'll be in Virginia at Eagle Irie, and then I'll be in Maryland at Skycroft. So yeah. You're going to Maryland? Yeah. What in the world? I've never been there. You're a northern girl, you guys. Yeah. So it's actually going to be a lot Wait, different. I didn't know that. Because cool. the last few summers I've been in like Florida, Texas, like super like down the south. The deep south. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If y'all could have seen her face. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'll be Grace, the deep where south. are you going? The deep south. I actually don't know. On top of my head. I know I'm going to Linden Valley, which is in Tennessee. I don't even know where. You're going to Austin, which is in Texas. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm going to Austin College, which is in Sherman, Texas. I'm so sorry if you live near Sherman, Texas. It's near Dallas, apparently. Well, apparently. I've been there before. I act like I... I'm like, apparently. Oh, it's terrible. I'm so sorry if you, like, have ever gone to Austin College or an alma mater or whatever. 
It's awful. It's on a tarantula farm. Okay. Food, terrible. Wait, are you being legit when you say that you're being dramatic? No, I'm being serious. I hate Austin College. <laughs> no, I mean the tarantula farm. Part. No, I'm no, I'm being that serious. What do you mean? I mean that it's on a tarantula farm. Like we one of the hang times we do every, during the week is tarantula hunting. Like, there's tarantulas. There's tarantulas. <laughs> oh, I would not I've go. I've never seen a live tarantula. Okay, I, just, I well, legit I think, would not go. No, I would awful. be. Well, you don't home. see that. I've never seen them. You, I've just seen dead tarantulas because at night we get flashlights and you try to find them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that doesn't sound People like People because I never signed up for the tarantula hunting track, but my <laughs> staffers who did, they saw tarantulas. I, I don't know the full story because for it to be a tarantula farm, actually, there aren't, like, I've never seen them. But I think maybe it was like, it used to be a tarantula farm, so there's still a lot. I don't know why there whatever was a tarantula why farm. Why did anybody ever create a tarantula farm? Yeah. The, How do someone, you spell that? Tarantula? I want you to try. No, that's intense. I'm not doing it. Okay. Inten- anyway, no, 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 guys. No, 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 so, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Tar. Drop it. Tar. <laughs> Drop it. Tar. D-R-O-P-I-T. Exclamation point. Times three. Drop it. I'm not spelling that hard word. <laughs> it's not hard. It and you just type it out. Okay. T-A-R-A-N-T-U-L-A. Okay. Tar-ant-ula. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> This is the perks of being best friends with an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, guys, we have some news for you. News. Coming up this week, breaking news. Grace and I are going on a road trip to Florida. Florida. Let's get it. We're going Ooh. to Florida. We're going to visit my family. We're going to see a concert that actually, like, before I moved, we bought tickets to this it's concert. It's kind of funny. Yeah, and Grace was like, oh, I'll just come down and visit because I have, like, a Monday off. We'll be able yeah, to see each President's other. Day. And then I just moved up here. And then we we're like, oh, you want to still go? And so I was like, timing. Yeah. And, you know, Anna used to live in Florida. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. So I need to like see see the fam, see everybody, yes, and so yeah. it's like good timing. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We got these tickets to the concert. I'm like, oh, well, it's in Gainesville, so I can visit you that weekend. And then little did we know, in a couple months, she was actually going to move here. Yeah, oh, so we're going to take a road trip on Friday. Friday. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's a long weekend. Praise the Lord. Oh, y'all, I saw something in the weather. That's So it's Monday. We're recording on a Monday, spoiler alert. And something, somebody mentioned the S word. That <laughs> <laughs> She means snow, Not guys. <laughs> that's all she means. Snow. Oh, whoa. Right when I said that, I got an email from school. I was like, if this is calling school off, I'm done. But it's not. Oh, my goodness. Well, they said it definitely won't cancel school. But why (laughs) would my county post about snow if it's not about canceling school? That's just like playing with my emotions. Yeah. So like in Tennessee, guys, they don't know how to handle snow whatsoever. So like anytime that it falls, they're like, oh, my gosh, we have to cancel school. So they posted something on Facebook. And then Grace was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And then she's like, oh, they're just telling us that it's going to snow maybe, but we're not going to cancel school because it's not going to be bad. Yeah, but like, oh, gosh. Speaking of not handling emotions, today we're talking about anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. All right. Let's jump into out lines with Anna. All right, guys, for this week, we are going to do a game called I Know You Line. I Know You Line. I Know You Line, or in other words, Two Truths and a Lie. And then we're going to jump into the meat of our podcast talking about anxiety, the struggle with that. We're going to be telling some personal stories and then also just um, talking about how to work through that. And then our debrief is going to be about bringing God into your struggle. So into the anxiety, into the struggle that you have and trusting his character through all of that. So just um, leaning on that. So we'll jump into that more. But first, we're going to jump into our mini game, I Know You Line. I know you lying, boy. You right. know, I ain't never tell a lie. So today's a big day for me. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> All right, Grace, you go first. Okay. Also, I'm just going to go ahead and acknowledge this. Whenever you're doing that, I gulped. It's really loud. So I if you heard you something, I saw you. did you hear it? I don't know. Well, like, I, I, don't go back. Don't skip back and listen because <laughs> it's probably the key probably You're weird if you do that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I want to hear. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I would do that. Okay. All right. All right. Two and a lie. You know how to play this game. You just basically trying to identify the lie. All right, Anna. I don't know if you're going to know these. I came up with these in like a couple seconds. So, oh my gosh. Are you re- are- I don't feel like I'm going to. Okay, go. Okay, good. 
<laughs> I'm, really, I'm actually really bad at this game because like I know so much about you, but then I get in my head whenever. Well, random facts. Yeah, I get in my head too. Well, last time. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Okay. My favorite color growing up was lime green. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Shut up. I had a pet chinchilla for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks only. It's probably like three weeks. And, and that's a lie. No. And then I used to water ski. So yeah. What was my favorite color? Lime green? You used to water ski. Like how, okay, like, can like we I, clarify if like you used to water, like you have been? Like I, I used like to water ski and I was good at it. Ski. Like I used to, not, I not competed, like I never competed in water ski. But like, I don't think you used to water ski. I think that's a lie. I think that's a lie. You're wrong. Wrong. Grace, when wrong. did you, when did you water ski? I used to water ski with my, like my family, like my dad's Like how often? Parents. Like pretty often we had a boat. Like, well, the boat's still here, but. The boat's still with us. Okay. I'll water ski like often Pet chinchilla summer. lie? You had it for longer than two weeks? I never had a pet chinchilla. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I babysat one time. Well, I babysat chinchilla. No, my <laughs> friend. Really, that's what it was though. My friend had a chinchilla and they went on vacation for like a long oh, time. Oh, yes. I remember that. And we kept the chinchilla. Okay. I think I, his name was Chili. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was my initial reaction was like, I don't think you ever had that. Or it was like longer or something. But I said two weeks to make it specific so that you would think. Right, right. Tripped you up. But I don't really feel like you've ever talked about water skiing that much. I know. That's why you used You it. used to water ski. Yes. Call my dad right now. <laughs> I call my literal father, Scott Pulliam. Okay, okay. All right, mine. You got water skiing for mine. Did I? I've been oh. water skiing. I've been kneeboarding. I've been wakeboarding. Okay, here's the problem. I don't know what those things are. Two, this is not fair. Lie. That's going to make it hard for you. What the freak is wakeboarding? <laughs> You know, like Wii Sports Resort, wakeboarding? <clears throat> Wii Sports Resort? Wait, this is not fair. Okay. I only know what water skiing is. Okay. Um, you definitely know water skiing. I'd be shocked. Kneeboarding? I feel like you have. Kneeboarding, is that like when you're on your knees in the water? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you're on your knees on a board. Oh. Wakeboarding. Is that like surfing around the wake? I don't even know what the... What? What even is wakeboarding? I'm going to say you never... What is wakeboarding? You can't... You, you don't know. think I've ever been wakeboarding? No, because I don't know what that is. Okay. You're wrong. What, what did you never do? What? <laughs> I've never been water skiing. I am terrified. Y'all, I'm terrified of skis. Huh? Like whether it's snow skis or I water skis. I know you're lying. I'm terrified. I'm so confused. I don't like how like... Isn't kneeboarding basically like skis but for your knees? Skis yes, for your knees. One, skis for your knees. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like one board. Like it's like... It looks almost like a Kinda boogie like a board, but it's more... No. So a wakeboard oh. is like a skateboard looking thing. Like a snowboard skateboard. And you're oh, and you're like connected like a like a snowboard. like it's, it's but, water skiing, but you're snow skiing on the water. Okay, wait, listen. Okay, wakeboarding is like snowboarding, mm-hmm. where your feet are like that on the water. Got it. Yes, yep. not on the water, on the board. Wakeboarding is not on the water. Grace, wait, it's, it's on yes the water, no. but you're oh. connected to a board like you're snowboarding. No, I understand, but it's that's on the water. Saying. Yes, that's what I was asking. Okay, okay, I was like, well, then why is it called? If it's not on the water, the wakeboarding term is, is like, very confusing. Kneeboarding is like. You're literally just like sitting on your knees on a board, but it's like a hard plastic board. Yes. And then water skiing, like obviously you're disconnected. Like you, you're scared of skis. You think you're gonna break your leg? Uh, yes, I'm scared of skis because like you have the tendency to either like your legs can like go apart and like I don't. I it's think I would just Barbie. never be able to recover. <laughs> or like yeah, like skis, you can't even. I don't know. It's just hard because you're like locked in. Skiing is cool. Like what if one foot goes forward and one foot goes backwards and you're like in the water it's not upside like that. down you, or something? It's honestly a lot of quad work. Okay. Anyway, I've never been water skiing. I've only I've That's been funny that we did that. I honestly don't even. I maybe I saw that like subconsciously, but I don't remember saying, "Ooh, water ski." I'm gonna make mine water ski. Yeah. <gasps> okay. So never been water skiing. Wimp. Whatever. I'm playing. I've never done kneeboarding. You've never or been wakeboarding or kneeboarding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay. So we're interesting too. Okay. Okay. Here's next. part two of Grace like not letting me just have my life. I <laughs> She's know. Like, I'm so bad. Okay. Next. I'm actually doing a lot of self reflection from this podcast. <laughs> okay. 
Um, okay. <laughs> this is all about what I wanted to be when I grew up. When I grew up, I wanted to be a director, like a theater director. <laughs> Probably. When I grew up, I wanted to be a college softball coach. Or when I grew up, I wanted to be a librarian. So either a director for like theater, college softball coach, or a librarian, what I want to do. I can't look at you in the eye. You no. didn't want to be a college softball coach. Dang it. You got it right. I know. Because I remember you saying the director and librarian And librarian. Because I remember I making fun of you about the librarian part. Yeah. No, you all know in <laughs> kindergarten, whenever your teacher had you like dress up like, what I want to be when I grow up, I grew up, I grew up dress up as a literal librarian. I wore my hair on like a low slick back bun. I wore a cardigan. Slick back. Slick back bun. Okay. Stephen librarian. <laughs> you never wanted to be a college softball coach. Yeah, no. The competitiveness was never there. Unfortunately. <laughs> I think I was competitive. I think it just got, it's got synonymy. I wasn't, I'm not competitive. Synonymy. Anymore. All right. I know every word to Party in the USA yeah, by Miley Cyrus. I know every word to Baby by Justin Bieber. JB, he didn't come out. Where was he? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the question. I know every word to Since You've Been Gone. You know every word to Party in the USA. Wait, no, 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 no. Which one is a lie, Grace? That's what I'm saying. Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> whoa, we know all the words to two of these? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, wait. Okay, if you are me and I'm going with what is true for me, I know everyone. I'm not you. But basically. <laughs> not when it comes to this. And it means grace. Remember? <laughs> wait, I'm nervous. You. you definitely know all the words to baby. Oh, I love Sinji. Here's the thing. Started out for, I'm trying to think of the times that we've sang this song. Like, when did you stop singing? Okay. 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 You didn't. You don't know all the words to since you've been gone. Wrong. Dang it! Is it part of the music? <laughs> Is it baby? Baby. What? Some of the words I don't that know. That was the main one I was confident. In. I know that was funny. I laughed. You were like looking down, and I laughed whenever you, you were said like, that. Stupid. I was like, <laughs> loser. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. Literally. I don't really, I don't think I know all the words to Baby by Justin Bieber. Party I in the USA do. since you've been gone. Mm. When I was 13, I, I had, had my, my first love. love. There wasn't money that compared to my See, baby. Nobody can retreat really right from above. Wait, whoa. She had hit. me going crazy. Oh, oh I was starstruck. Wait, let me try that again. She woke me up daily. Wait, don't need no Starbucks. Wait. Skip a beat, whatever. See, like, do that part. Uh, wait, where were we? Don't need no, no Starbucks. Starbucks. She made my heart pound. That's gonna be a beat when I see her on the street and at school on the playground. But, but I really, really want to see her on the, the weekend. Wait, what did I say okay. oh. It's okay. When mean? I was 13, I had my first love. <laughs> there wasn't nobody that could bury my baby and nobody came between us or could ever come above. Good. Whoa. High five. Chris High five. five. I hope my, I made my mom proud. All right, guys. I hope that you enjoyed that game of I Know You Line. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to be clear, we do not condone lying on the debrief podcast. We condone telling the truth and letting Christ, you know, Rule transform your, your mind in that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I really should have been a rapper. That would have really helped my like my fast talking do something good. But oh then I decided to start to you know be on a podcast. So that works too. <laughs> All right, guys. So enough of the fun and games. No, I'm kidding. We're still yeah. gonna have fun. Actually, we have had a lot of fun podcasts. So it's like time to. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we need to like kind of. Time to tone it down. Time to get real with you guys. (laughs) Not that we haven't been real, but like, I feel like we've kind of had some silly podcasts. We're just so silly, which is like, I think that's beautiful because that's kind of the heart of our podcast. We definitely wanted to like project two best friends, loving life, living in the goodness of God, having the joy of Jesus, um, and just having like fun conversations that can hopefully make your day and also giving you practical tips and wisdom. That's why I love that we always come back to the debrief, even if it was a fun episode. And sometimes the whole episode just calls for more of a serious chat and talk with you guys, kind of a check-in, how are y'all doing? Um, yeah, anxiety. We know that anxiety is a big struggle for our generation, especially. I mean, not that anxiety is not new by any means. Anxiety has always been around. Um, 
Jesus as his perfect, fully man, fully God, experienced anxiety, like anxiousness and nervousness before he like, you know, literally went on the cross. Like he's sweat blood, that's anxiety. <laughs> um, just things like that. And so we just feel like it would be doing a, it would be a disservice to not just address it, acknowledge it, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like we have, we were talking about this earlier, but just the community of people, I think that listen to our podcast, um, like a lot of our friends and stuff are just like very outgoing and like love to be social and love to be around people. And so when you're experiencing like anxiety and different emotions like that, it's hard and it can be a, a real struggle. And even if you have never experienced anxiety, I'm sure like somebody in your circle has. Yeah. Um, is what kind of what we were talking about earlier. So just finding time to address that, talk about it, be real about it, because I feel like sometimes like our world can give tips and advice and all different things, but actually getting down to like spiritual like spiritual parts of anxiety or um like what all that entails is just important so yeah we kind of want to go yeah we're going to talk about this like we have a couple points but one of the main things is yeah like when all these things people tell you to do like pray and talk to people and you know rest and relax when all those things don't work then what we kind of wanted to just bring a comfort in that today we we probably aren't going to have some profound new thing <laughs> that you're going to just heal you if so god bless like glory be to god like i pray that you know, today can bring some kind of healing for you. That healing might not be, you never struggle with anxiety again, but I hope that today can just, at the end of the day, make you feel not alone. Because like, as, as Anna was saying, I think a lot of us are, especially as like just like women, like we love to have fun and we're extroverted and we want to make people feel loved. And so when we suddenly feel the opposite, we feel sad or nervous uh, in our head, not able to be present with people. It's jarring, it's shocking, and we... We just think, what do we do with that? Where's my purpose now? And so we kind of just want to say you're not alone in that and talk about our experiences with that, how we have come through that or are working through, you know, working <laughs> <Word>. through it. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, so I feel like how this all started, we'll be completely honest. We were talking about like, what do we need to talk about this week? And we've always said that like, we wanted to be real with you guys and kind of tell you where we're at in life and talk about like real situations that even we're going through. And last week... Um, Grace was like, we should talk about this. And I was like, eh. And then we said, like, I'm not ready. And we ended up talking about um, love and like Valentine's Day and everything. But um, having fun. Cause I mean, cause when you're in the middle of the struggle, it's not always the time to be yeah. like, hey. but for like the last two weeks. So personally, I have never really struggled with anxiety. Like maybe here and there, like small little, like just a day of like, oh, I'm not really like, I'm feeling worried about this, but not really like heavy anxiety or anything like of those sorts. And in the past two weeks, like just recently, like, literally still in it I've been like struggling really really bad with anxiety and like worry and panic and like all kinds of different things that I've never in my life experienced and I'm like struggling really really bad with it and Grace has like been here walking through that with me and so um this morning I got up and I was like all right like we need to use this for good like if we're going to be walking through a trial we need to use it for good and Grace has in the past struggled with anxiety so I was like we can talk about it like obviously we're not going to have all the right things to say we're not doctors but we do have real life experiences in it. So we're just going to kind of share, I'm going to share where I'm at with that and just things that the Lord has taught me or things that, um, kind of just holding on to. Yeah. Like that people have spoken into my life and now I'm just trying to like live that out and give you a real, like, this is hard. Like it's not easy to live that out. So Grace, you want to share a little bit about like your struggle in the past with anxiety and kind of where? No, no, <laughs> Word. not really. No, I think this is really cool because I think Oftentimes people wait until after the struggle to give their wisdom on it, which is, you know, very wise and fair because you learn from it and then you share. But there is something so special and real about, hey, right now I'm struggling with it. I don't have all the answers, but how healing is that? Anyways, um, 
Yes. I struggle with anxiety. I've shared a little bit of like pieces of my story throughout the podcast live, especially on our uh, Tattoos Together podcast. But um, I struggled with anxiety for the first time in like 2019. Exactly how Anna was saying, I never was nervous. Like never even really got nervous. Like any worry, I would just always go, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Okay, I can handle that. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Like it was very... The, like I feel like we're just optimistic. Like we just are kind of like resilient in that too. Just moving on. Like it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Like things things would happen in my life and they weren't ideal, and I would just move on. And same with Anna. And um, until one day you can't, and it's confusing because mm-hmm. that's why that's why it is a mental health thing because it's not all in your control. Which is why it's so hard. But yeah, my main feelings were just like I said earlier. I felt so unlike myself, which was the hardest part because I, there was so much fear. With the anxiety I already felt, there was also a fear of like, who am I now? If I'm not happy, I'm not bubbly, I'm not optimistic, like Anna was saying, then who am I? And will I ever get back to, to that place? Like, I miss my old self. Like, what does this look like now that I've had all these anxious thoughts? Like, how do I come back from that? Mm-hmm. Um, and just my response was not to tell people. My response was to, to keep it to myself. I was confused. I was ashamed because... I loved being there for people. I loved bringing, making people laugh. And I couldn't do that when I was feeling anxious. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just not going to talk to anybody because I don't want to burden them with this heavy feeling. Like, this is not fun. Um, and I feel like anybody yeah. that's, like, walked through anxiety has felt that. Like, that's so real of, like, you literally cannot control it. But everybody in your life that, like, even loves you, you just feel like a burden because you're, like... Yeah, which is so not true because that's why they love you. Yeah. Which is crazy because, you know, I've been walking through this with Anna and she's like, I feel like a burden. I'm like, no, never have I once thought that. And it's just crazy. But as she's saying that, I'm like, I hear you because I felt the exact same way. Mm -hmm. But if you... So that's one just takeaway. If you're feeling like... If you're struggling with anxiety right now, know that the people that are in your life, they're there for a reason and they're going to love you through this. And it might not be everyone... Every single person you know in your life, but there are people who will sit with you and will bear your burdens with you. Yeah. We will bear your burdens with you. And on the other side of that, if you know someone who is struggling bad with anxiety, be there for them. Right. Like they're they're probably not reaching out to you because yeah. of that feeling of like they are a burden. Yeah. And like sacrifice well for them. And yeah. Like be selfless in that because it's yeah. Like, it can be big for you to just reach out and be like, hey, like I know that this has been a struggle of yours. Like, just where are you at? Even if they're not struggling with it and you know that in the past they have, like, just checking, checking in on them. Because a lot of the times, like we've said in the past, it's, like, people that sometimes you wouldn't even expect because they're trying so hard to just, like, be normal. Like, yes. overcompensating. Trying so hard to be normal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So any change of behavior, even, yeah, like, overcompensating. If you notice, like, a big shift by any means, if someone that's close to you, you love them, maybe reach out. Because presence is so powerful. Like, one of the things that Anna's told me as she's been struggling with this is, like, I just want you to be here. Like, I just, like, like you to be here. We don't have to be talking or anything, like, but just yeah. your presence. Like, it's it's helpful. It's just because you already feel so alone in your head. It's kind of been, <laughs> like, I'll just be sitting here and Grace will come over and she'll, like, have, like, a whole day at school or whatever. And she'll come over and she will just, like, tell me about her day and talk. And, like, I love that. Like, she's just here with me. Like, I, she doesn't expect me to say anything back. She doesn't expect me to, like, interact with the whole conversation. She's no. just, like, happy to be here and talking about like her day and just like trying to get my mind off of things too so yeah I, just, I tried the distraction method I tried many different methods throughout the day don't worry I'm not just like stop thinking about it think no. about me no 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 but with all that being said like Grace is saying I think the point is just bring people into that struggle um yeah bring your friends your family into that struggle um that's something that I've definitely had to work through in these last few weeks of like actually telling people because once you tell people it becomes really real too like it's yes which a is a different ball game <laughs> yeah that's but. fair you want to share I mean, you kind of have, but yeah. So just the last few weeks, I think with all the change and everything, um, I have just like experienced a lot of anxiety and, um, there's been a lot of times where like, 
people, like you'll talk to people about anxiety, you'll look things up or you'll look in the Bible about what it says. And it's just like, oh, we'll pray and like ask Cast God. Cast all to- your cares onto him. He cares yeah. for you. Like, okay. <laughs> like he does. He does care for us. That verse is true. Right. Okay. I've done that. I've cast my cares on him. Like I've surrendered all that I am to him. Like I don't know what else to do. It's if like you're I've like, spent like hour, like long time in prayer, long time in journaling, yeah. seeking like verses on this. Yeah. And just like seeking out peace and comfort in my whole life, like my whole relationship with the Lord, anytime that I have sought out peace and comfort, I have felt that like genuinely there's been little times where like for a long span, I've been praying for peace and comfort and I haven't felt that. But this time has been one where it's like, I'm doing my like devotion every morning. I'm praying, like I'm journaling. I'm talking to my friends about it, like bringing people in. I'm asking God for peace and comfort and I don't feel it. Like now what? And I think that there's been like, if we're going to talk about any revelation that we've pulled from it. And like I said, I'm still like in this, like, I don't think that I can fully see what God's doing yet. But if we're talking about any revelation that we can pull out of it, it's like, even in that, like, even in the moments of like, I don't, I literally don't feel you, God. Like, I feel like I'm praying and my prayers aren't even making it through the ceiling right now. Like it's just hitting the ceiling and bouncing back. Mm. Like we know that God hears us and we know that in our deepest, like darkest struggles like in the times wherever we don't feel close to the Lord like we know that he is near to us and even thinking about like Christ on the cross like in order for God to receive glory Jesus had to be taken and separated from the father carrying the sin of every single person in the whole entire world and had to be that separated in order for God to receive glory and so I think that my biggest thing right now is like am I going to be faithful even whenever there's a glimpse of I don't feel God so close like am I just going to turn and be like oh no like He's not here. He doesn't care about me. Like questioning, like there's been times where I've been talking to Grace and just been questioning literally God's character. Like so quick to just question what he's doing. Like, is he good? Why is he doing this to me? Like, I feel like I've been through enough. Why am I experiencing this now? Like in a season where it's supposed to be goodness, like I got this new job and all these different things. Why am I experiencing this now? And so just like remembering, we're going to talk about this in the debrief more, but just remembering his character and remembering that he is good no matter what. And there was times in the Bible where people waited for years and years and years. And those are the stories that we cling to as believers. But then whenever we put it in our own lives, we're like, oh, I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> so Word. like Grace will be sitting there. Literally and, go back, rewind your podcast and listen to that again. Cause that is everything. <laughs> but we'll be sitting there and she'll be like this, like your story right now could literally be like a story in the Bible. Like think about it as a story in the Bible and how there's going to, there's a revelation. Like God always shows himself and shows his character and even going through the Bible recap, we realized like that's what Terry Lee pulls out at the end is God's character in the story. And so being able to see his character and not question that. Like, so if you're in a situation, just like to recap all of what I just said, if you're in a situation where you've given it to God, like you've been on your knees, you've surrendered, you've said, like, take this burden, take the control, I don't want it, and you still don't feel the Lord close, don't just question his character. Like know that he is close. He is close. Remember his character, remember his faithfulness, remind yourself of that. And you will come out of it. Like the Lord is faithful to um, like he who began a good work and he was going to finish it. Like he will. And it might, it might take a little bit. And Grace is probably like, what the heck? Like you haven't said this the whole time, but, (laughs) but it is like, it's a belief that like I have, and I know that I need to cling to. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, best friend. Yes. (laughs) That's so good. Oh, I had so many thoughts for that. Just like, that was so beautiful. Um, Yeah. That's so real. I literally forgot everything I was about to say. That was <laughs> that's it. That we can close it off. That was our no. podcast. No, that is so good. And wow, I really am just. Well, I know that another thing we talked about. You're like, well, don't worry. I- well, no, but like another thing that we talked about with that is just like how quick we are as believers and as people to just turn away. Like we we've been reading through the Bible recap and we're in Exodus right now. 
Moses, or yeah, he's up on the mountain getting literally the Ten Commandments and all these things. And God just delivered them from slavery, took them across the Red Sea, yeah. killed all of their enemies, had delivered, delivered them, them yeah. from slavery. Yeah. And then one month of waiting, and they literally they go. Were, and they were waiting because God was literally giving them a promise to Moses. Like, and they could see God on the mountain. They could see God talking to Moses. <laughs> they knew that he was actually in, in work. Yeah. And then they get tired. They get like, oh, okay, where's God? Where's our provision? And they start worshiping a calf. A calf. Yeah. So like. Just even in my and life, they were I'm like, like, that's so, why would they do that? Like, we yeah. talked about this before the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're dumb. They literally, like, just got all this, they just had all this deliverance, and then they were like, okay, now we're going to worship a calf because God took a few days too long. Like, no, I have been delivered through so much in my life, and I haven't even been going through anxiety for a month. It's been two weeks, and I'm, like, quick to be like, oh, like, where's God in this? But he's in this. Like, he's in every detail of it. I just have to, like, wait and see, so. Yeah, and we say this with so much compassion, so yeah. much empathy, like, remembering the truths, and as Anna was saying, acknowledging when you don't feel God's presence and knowing that God's promises as believers, his presence is always with us, even when we can't acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And when you don't feel God's presence, like, there is so much compassion and there is so much grace for that. And that's where real faith comes in. So we're right now, like I'm just like praying over you that like, that's what I've been a big prayer for Anna is that like there'd be any amount of faith because we know faith moves mountains. Like that's one of the, the classic verses, but really mm-hmm. any amount of faith can do so much and so much breakthrough in our lives. And so, um, Anna was watching a sermon from Levi Lusco in case you're at passion. <laughs> and I think it just ties into it. Uh, she sent this quote to me the other day and it was basically like, God's going to do s- God's going to do immeasurably more in your life than you could ever imagine. Like, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. He's going to do so much revelation through you. And it's going to hurt more than you ever imagined as well. Mm-hmm. So for that great breakthrough, it's going to hurt a lot, which we which is, we, we see that, we hear that. And maybe, I don't know if your thoughts on that are like, yes, I'm all in, God, hard abandoned to you. Or if your thoughts are like, um, that's, 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 that's scary. But then... Like Anna was saying, you go back to the Bible and you see every yeah every character we cling to, every story we go back to, David and Goliath, you know Paul and all these things. They had lots of long suffering. They yeah. had to persist. They had to persevere mm-hmm. to see to get to God to see God's glory. Not to get to God's glory because God's glory is always with us, but to see God's hand and to use that to minister to those around them. Yeah, and just like talking about God's glory um, from that sermon by Levi, he was talking about. Um, what are we going to do with our struggle? Like, yeah. how are we going to react to that long suffering? How are we going to react whenever it's not, this too shall pass, this too is going to last. Like, it's it's not just going to pass by and it's going to be okay. Like, he's like, this will last. Like, you will have suffering. And he said, what do we need to do the, to keep the devil from stealing our joy and to steal and from stealing God's glory and our suffering? So like, are we going to choose the option of, I'm going to fix my eyes on Jesus. I'm going to look at his example I'm going to trust God's character and I'm going to know that God's going to get glory from this suffering or am I going to allow the devil to seep in and say, hey, like this is something that I'm doing to you. Like you're not going to get through this. God's not with you. He doesn't hear you. Are we going to allow that um, to rob God of his glory? Like we have to make that decision. And like I hope that each like each of you that are listening to this, I know that it's not easy. Like I've definitely had to weigh the decision in my mind. Like it would be a little easier to just believe the lie of the devil. And just and kind of soak, soak in. in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we're like, supposed to complain and soak yeah, in. Yeah, just soak and complain, but this is not fair. This is not, this yeah. doesn't feel good, which are all true. It doesn't feel good. It's, it doesn't make any sense. That's the that's like one of the hardest parts I think about mental health is I remember when I was in my deepest struggle of anxiety, like telling my mom, I was like, Mom, I just want my leg to be broken. So I can say, here's my broken leg. We go to the doctor. There's a, there's a linear plan to repair what's broken. Mm. But with mental health, it's like I can't explain what I'm thinking. First of all, because anxiety just fogged my brain so much. And so 
so I had so much brain fog. Word. Yeah. And <laughs> that so, has been like the most frustrating part for me. Like I have been, I'm never one. I don't forget things. Mm-hmm. I don't like drop things. Like I don't, I just don't do that. Like, no, y'all, it's not funny. But I told, I told Anna, I said, laugh so you don't cry. She'll be like, G has dropped a lot. It's kind of. And I don't do, like, I genuinely, like, I'm not saying that in a prideful way, but like, I just don't normally like drop things or forget things. And I have been terrible. I literally dropped toast the other day, like with butter all over my bed. Like, what am I doing? And just like little things like that, that like change your character, I think is kind of what Grace is hitting at too. Yeah. When you're just so aware of how different things are, it's very discouraging. And as we're talking about remembering God's truth, like that's why community is so important. And we kind of have that later on in here, but like have people around you, be honest with them. It doesn't have to be every single person, you know, there is, there is a, a place for privacy and a place for hard things to share and don't let that mask of privacy. Oh, it's just for me. It's just for me to struggle with just me and God. No, that's, that's a lie from the enemy. You, it wasn't meant to be between just you and God that we were meant for community. We were made for relationships. That's why God has always sought out a relationship with man is because man is created to have relationships with God first. Yes. And share your struggle with other people. Um, because whenever you're so confused, you can bounce, you can bounce those thoughts. They're not meant to stay trapped in your mind. That's so heavy. That's one thing I was telling Anna. I was like, you're already feeling so many thoughts in your head. The last thing you need to do is shame yourself because that's just another negative emotion on top of all the anxiety and the worry and the fear and the sadness. So, um, I feel like even in the first week you were saying like, I was telling you how I've always just been able to pray for peace and comfort. And I feel like I've got that from the Lord. And now I don't. And you were like, maybe he's teaching you that you have to rely on people in your life. Like you have to Mm -hmm. rely on the community around you. You can't like, yes, you can just rely on God. Like God should be the first person you go to. Right. The last person you go to, like it, that should be your first response. Right. And don't let it, don't just stop there. Cause God, you know, there is a place like, cause this has been, it's going on week three within currently. So I think there's a place for wrestling with the Lord. You know, I'm not saying the first time you feel a negative emotion, you have to go call your friend. No, like, yes, seek God first, seek his counsel, and then let him speak to you to, okay, now God, what do I need to do with this? What's the next step? Yeah, and like, let him use his people. Let him use his people, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I want to, just another practical tip, recognize the patterns in your life and don't ignore them. So just, that's just about kind of being in tune with your body. So if you recognize that little things are starting to bother you more than normal or maybe you're I don't know crying more than normal or things are just starting to bother you like recognize that do you don't have to spiral and say okay I have some kind of abnormal issue you know but just just you know pay attention to it so that's the part of taking care of yourself it's just yeah just recognizing who you are and not being afraid of it I think that's something I was saying and I was like it's okay like we can it doesn't feel right but it except in the anxiety you know if you ever if you go to a counselor that's what they're going to tell you they're going to say you need to invite the emotions in. You can't just act like they're not there mm-hmm. because the reality is that they're there and they're going to push through the door at some point. <laughs> and if you just welcome them in kindly, it'll be a lot more pleasant than if they have to push through the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Admitting the truth to ourselves and to others and acknowledging that it's not going to be linear. Um, if we're going to another point, something I'll tell Anna is like, she's like, I want to wake up. She's like, today's going to be better. Today's going to be better. I'm like, yes. Uh, totally for you and let's not set it too unrealistic of an expectation to where we just, you know, spiral downwards. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think that, yeah, there's definitely a balance to find of like having hope in the situation and then like setting too high of expectations on how you're supposed to be or how you're supposed to react to situations, just like being aware of that. But yeah, like acknowledging you're struggling hard and you're not going to react perfectly because you're struggling with something real. That's kind of, it's literally altering the brain a tad. Um, And so having grace for that and being on people who love you enough to have grace with you and kind of going back to the better thing, like better, if you're in the 
this is for the person who's in the depths of anxiety. Better is going to look different every day. Mm-hmm. Better might mean that you wake up and you make breakfast and you eat your breakfast and it's good. Maybe you don't eat all of your breakfast, but that's good. Better might mean that you maybe wake up, it's a little hard, but hey, you push through and you go to work that day and you sit through all your meetings and maybe you even share one thing. You share one thing and you're like, let's go. Um, or better might mean you show up you show up to a friend's house. You may, They ask you to come over and you're like, I oh, really, the last thing I want to do is go over there. And but you go over there. Now, hear me say this. All those things didn't happen in one day. That's breakfast one day. The next day was, okay, I went to dinner. Um, and then over time, that's creating a pattern of, okay, I'm not going to remain stuck in this, but I'm going to intentionally make next steps. Yeah. And I think that that was even like a struggle that I had was just like going and like doing things and like even just like going to church was like hard and going to like small groups and everything. But um, I was reminded literally of like a silly, like, I don't know, just a, a Bible story that it was like a joke between Grace and I, cause like talking about Gideon, we joked about it one day. And then I was reminded of it the other day um, at church on Sunday. But the story of Gideon, he is like, about to go into this battle and they're like, he's like, I'm definitely about to get destroyed. Like this whole different thing. And then he like ends up going and there's like a spy or whatever. And they have this dream and he ends up like hearing that they're going to win the battle. Like God tells them like, you are going to win the battle. And Gideon praised God and sat there and worshiped God. In Judges 7.15, it says, when Gideon heard the account of the dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship. He returned to Israel's camp and said, get up for the Lord has handed the Midianite camp over to you. Before the battle was even won, Gideon got up and praised the Lord. He worshiped the Lord. And like, I just think that even in these situations, like even at church on Sunday, like I had to make the conscious choice to get up and go to church and be there. And then being reminded of that story, like I'm going to worship the Lord in the midst of it because I know that like I serve a God that already has the victory. And even whenever right now, it does not feel like that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It does not feel like there's victory in this. It does not feel like he sees me. Like I feel very, very distant but I know that there is victory because of what Jesus did on the cross. And so just having that mindset and worshiping prior to like just being in worship on Sunday and even lifting my hand was like, oh my God, but I need to surrender to him. Like I need to be in a moment of like, I need you, God. I see that like you have the victory already, even whenever it's hard. So just like be reminded of that, that even when it's hard, even whenever, sometimes whenever worshiping him in this time, it didn't even feel right. Like I was like, why am I doing this? Like it it didn't feel right. But then going out of it, I was like, no, like there is strength in actually sitting there and worshiping and surrendering to the Lord in a time of like being distant from him. Cause I know that it was from a heart posture of like, I want to be closer to you. So just yeah. remembering that in your struggle, like he already has the victory and these wounds are going to be something that like you get to use for God's glory. Literally like the wounds on Jesus's hand, like he's proud of those. Like he is proud of those because that meant victory for all of mankind. Like we should be proud of the wounds that we get from the Lord because it's showing his character. It's showing his goodness. It's showing how he's like refining us each and every day. Oh, come yeah. on somebody. Yes. <laughs> yes. There. Yes. I think in the struggle, that is so, wow. We could just, oh, once again, rewind, listen to that again and just praise the Lord for that. Um, That's so good. When you're in the struggle, I think a big takeaway that we've had through this I say our takeaway. It's literally in a struggle, but you know. I've, no, Grace has been there for every every single I've step. been here. No, like. Shout out to Grace and Max. <laughs> well, a big struggle was like, well, I've already learned that I need God. I already learned that I need to rely on God and kind of as Anna was saying earlier, but I think, and I didn't, my first response wasn't this. I like prayed through it and I was like, well, I was like, well, there has to be, there is something else. Obviously God's always teaching us other things, but I was like, well, there's something else. And I think it is that, um, 
and needed to learn in her situation to rely on other people and to be open with that. And it's scary. So I just encourage you just kind of putting it back to um, if you're currently in the struggle or if you're, you know, ministering to someone, if you're, you know, someone who struggles with anxiety, I think we all can fit into some category there. Um, having an open hand and an open heart to what else is God trying to teach me? Like, what else does God have for me? Mm-hmm. Um, what have I been blind to? I think that's something in my, like, in this year that I've just been kind of shocked of, wow, like I'm, it's scary how blind I can be to my sin sometimes. And so um, just asking God for a humble heart that can recognize, okay, what's the sin that I've been ignoring in my life that really has been creating distance from you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. that is terrible. It makes no sense because it just comes out of nowhere. Sometimes there's not a trigger. There are so many different kinds of anxiety. So, uh, but we just hope that if anything, something can minister to you today. And at the end of the day, you know that our hope is in Christ. And when you don't feel that hope, that's okay. Keep pushing. Still be there, faithful. keep pushing through and be faithful in the struggle. Yeah. Absolutely. So we've kind of already hit on our debrief. Like our debrief. Yeah, we've, the whole thing's been debrief. <laughs> our debrief for this was just to bring God into your struggle and trust his character through it. So like when you, like I've said before, whenever you are going through the struggle, whenever you feel distant from the Lord, bring him into that, continue to bring him into that. Even if it's just as simple as like, God, I don't have words, but I want you here. Like, I want Mm -hmm. you to still come into this. And even we're talking about bringing people in, like there's been nights where Grace has been here and I've literally been like, Grace, I don't have words. Like, will you just pray with me? Like, Mm -hmm. if I don't have faith right now, like bring a friend in that does and like, but there's so much power in that vulnerability. There's so much power in saying, I don't know what to do right now. I need to call my friend, I need to call my parent, whoever that person is for you. Um, You're not a burden to them. They love you so much. And so, yeah, practical things. Don't neglect the daily routines of meeting with Jesus. It doesn't have to look like the two-hour Bible study that maybe you had a week before. Don't compare yourself. Comparison is deep of joy, and that has to do with even comparing ourselves to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that is so harmful in anxiety. Well, mm-hmm. I, a week ago, I could do this. A week ago, I was fine. Okay, well, you're not there right now. That's okay. There's a purpose for the struggle. Mm-hmm. So that's it's not helpful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, already, it's already too much going on. The last thing we need to do is compare ourselves to our old selves. <laughs> yeah, word. So... So we hope that you guys, wow. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, no, we hope that you guys um, can pull something from this. We hope that you can encourage somebody. Um, Send this to somebody who's struggling with anxiety. Hopefully yeah. we can, they can know that they're not alone. Um, and yeah, this is all ties, <laughs> it all ties in with Valentine's Day because God's love overcomes all things. <laughs> His love, love. Um, but yeah, His guys, love. so make sure you're praying for your people. Set my pride aside. Pray for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. But just be praying for your people. Reach out to your people. Um. Bring God. Bring others into that struggle. Um. Of anxiety and don't be afraid of that. Like it's okay. It's okay. I'm proud of you, best friend. Last week I Thanks. was like, we could do an anxiety, and she was like, uh, I, no. <laughs> I literally I forget what I said, but it was very blunt. Of like, she was like, why would we do that? She's like, <laughs> why would we do that? And then today she sent me the template, and it was like anxiety. I was like, oh, <laughs> somebody's had a heart change. And yeah. She's like, yeah. Well. So I hope this is helpful because... Me too. And it's like, yeah, it's better to be worth it. I did not want to do this. No. Yeah, we love you guys. And this is real. And God is good all the time. And our our circumstances do not always feel good. Yeah. And those things can both be true. But at the end of the day, the biggest truth is that Jesus died on the cross for all sins. Yeah, he did. <laughs> We've been saved. So, love so much. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Hope you're having a great Valentine's Day. That was our podcast. We'll catch you later, boys.